playing online and on smart devices. Now on London Scotty Radio, it's podcast time. I'm George Matlock. Hello and welcome to London Scotty Radio. I'm George Matlock and today we have a very, very special edition of Collard, the in-depth interview series on London Scotty Radio. We're joined by Pavel Semik. He's the organiser of the Kiev Black and White Parade, which features Scotties and Westies in a special annual parade in the Ukrainian capital, Kiev. Pavel is also proud dad to two Scottish Terriers, and he joins us to talk about his canine passion and his activities. I should say that Pavel is currently serving in the Ukrainian Armed Forces, and in fact joins us directly from his barracks. First of all, it is a pleasure to be able to get a connection into Ukraine, and may I express our sadness at the situation and also our support for your freedom. Pavel, welcome to London Scotty Radio. Can you hear me? Hi, George. (laughs) Great to have you on the show. Now, I should just very quickly advise the listeners that this program is being recorded for a podcast on the 8th of May. This is ahead of the peace-loving Europe Day, which comes on the 9th of May, but which is also Russia's Victory Day. And there have been some concerns in the West that there could be a fresh offensive by Russia. And that is exactly why we have decided to rush through to doing the interview on the 8th of May. So we're very pleased that you've been able to join us, Pavel. Now, you're in the army. Are you a professional soldier? No, I am not a professional soldier. I am project manager. Okay. <laughs> medicine. <laughs> right, in medicine. Right, okay. So, so, so you are now in a very different kind of uh, role. Do you mind if we ask what you are doing in the army? Because I spoke to your wife, Yulia, and she told me that you have not yet learned how to drive the tank, but if necessary, you could drive the tank. So (laughs) what are you uh, uh, doing, if I may ask, in the army? I'm an officer in uh, Ukraine Army Forces. I... A mobilization. Mobilization. Okay. All right. So you're of, you're responsible for the mobilization. Mobilization people to uh, yeah army. Yeah. Okay. Right. Got you. Okay. Well, in that case, I guess you must be very busy. So we're really pleased that you can join us today. So Pavel, maybe if we can start by talking about Scottish terriers. How many Scottish terriers do you think live in Ukraine? Uh, I don't know the exact number. But I think there are a lot of Scotties in uh, Ukraine. It's a popular dog breed. Only in Kiev there are several large kennels of Scottish Terriers. Uh, a few more are in Odessa, Lvov, Kharkov and uh, other cities. And of course many of these cities for the first time ever yeah. have become famous in the West because of the the military situation. So people now know a little bit about the geography of Ukraine. If I can ask you, I know that it is a very popular breed of dog in your region, the Scotty. We know, for example, that Scotties are also popular in Russia, 
and even the former Polish president Lech Kaczynski had a Scotty. What made you decide to have Scotties? Why did you choose the breed Scottish Terrier? Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my wife Julie and I uh, would like to have a dog and uh, when we choose the breed I said uh, let it be Scottish Terriers uh, we have read a lot of information about this dog breed uh, they wrote about Scotties like this is a big dog in a small package hmm. uh, but uh, we like another characteristics more a Scottish Terrier is a small dog with a big heart. <laughs> Very true. We realized uh, that such a free, uh, friend is suitable for us. Then, as if by chance, Julia met the owner of a Scotty who recently had puppies. We went to choose a puppy and found our booba. It was definitely destiny. Booba is better <laughs> Scottish Terrier. <laughs> so Booba is your first Scottish Terrier? Yeah, yeah, it's my, my first and Julia's first uh, Scottish Terriers. And you have two, right? You have two Scotties, I understand. Uh, yeah. And what is the name yeah. of the other Scotty? Uh, Sol. Sol. S-A-U-L. Sol, Sol. Uh, Sol, yeah. Uh, Sol uh, is... He's uh, five years old. And and how old is Booba now? Booba, uh, 13 years. 13? Wow. 13 years, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, and we uh, want him to live for a long time. Of course. As we all do. As we all do. Uh, and uh, mm -hmm. Sol is uh, very friendly with Booba. Sol considers Booba to be the leader of the little pack. And they are both boys, right? They're both boy dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they get on well. This is wonderful news. This is good news. No, n n not rivals or jealous or anything. They, they, they yeah, yeah. connect really well. That's great to hear. Okay. So I want to turn to the fact that you are, of course, very active online as well in, in peacetime. Uh, so before this conflict with Russia, uh, we know you set up a, a Facebook group. Can you tell us about your Facebook group? For almost 10 uh, years, Booba has had a Facebook page called Booba Stories in Instagram uh, <laughs> too. It was my idea. It was my idea to tell stories on behalf of, of Booba the Scottish Terrier. This is how we met many of our friends around the world. Uh, now we correspond send uh, each other congratulations and gifts go to visit uh, our dogs introduced us and made friends i even came up with this slogan scotties connecting people <laughs> great nokia connected nokia connecting people <laughs> which i used on my greeting cards <laughs> That's a great, that's a really good motto, by the way, and very similar to London Scotty Club. But we, we, I think we started off when we were in London, we started off as connecting Scotties across the capital. 
And then now we've changed because we're now national, so we now say connecting Scottish Terriers. But you are connecting the people because of the Scottish Terriers. I like that. That's very, very, very clever. Very, very good. You've got a super YouTube channel, right? Tell us about your YouTube. It's not super. <laughs> uh, yes, there are a lot of videos on uh, YouTube, uh, Bubas, uh, with our four kids. Uh, where we also post videos from uh, our events. Yes. Fan fantastic. And I've seen some of those videos of your events, which brings me to the next question. So perhaps the most special thing that you organize is the Kiev Black and White Parade. These are Black Scotties, but the white dogs are West, West Highland Terrier, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. To the Scotties themselves, West Highland White Terriers and Kern. And can as well, can terriers. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To take part in our parade. Uh, Westies is very popular in Kiev. They also come to our parades and it looks very beautiful. A mm. and white parade of proud Scots. Now, it's true that, um, and I've seen a few Wheaton Scottish terriers as well in your parade, so I, it's nice to know that they are also represented. The, at the moment, Scottish Terriers and West Highland Terriers are very popular, as you say, in Ukraine. They're not big dogs. They're medium, some people even say small dogs. Yeah. Do you think that the reason that they are so popular in uh, Ukraine, maybe also in Russia, is because of the housing situation for people? The populations, they live in apartments so they don't have big gardens and big uh, orchards and and forests and so people therefore are more likely to choose a smaller breed of dog would you agree with that no i don't know <laughs> okay maybe something I, I i i yes yes it's so it's a theory it's just my theory okay so tell us a little more about the the black and white parade how long has this been an event now in, in Kiev? How many years? Mm. The parade has been running since 2018. We held in three times, uh, missed one year due to COVID restrictions. Mm. It is held on the last weekend of May, on the Kiev day. Uh, we give our beloved city the most touching procession, the parade of dogs of the Scottish Terriers breeds. Wonderful. Our parade is accompanied by pipers. Uh, this instrument is also popular with Ukrainian musicians. And uh, last year, uh, along with the bagpipers, there was an ensemble of drummers with us at the parade. Mm. It was a grand procession, <laughs> very, very grand. Mm. Uh, an average of 60 to 100 dogs and uh, about 150 owners uh, come to the parade. Fantastic. Uh, whole, fa whole families come to us with dogs and children. Uh, they always make a story about our parade on television because it is uh, really beautiful and very nice event. Brilliant. And uh, so uh, around 100 dogs, 150 owners uh, present yeah. for the procession. The event, which now, as you say, four, four years ago in 2018, you started this.
Hello, I am Amy, and together with my friends Emma and Brian, we will be delivering website news from London Scotty Club in audio format. The advantages are that if you are out walking your dog you can listen to the latest stories from London Scotty Club. This new service is in addition to London Scotty Radio podcasts which you can listen to from this website or from podcast apps. Comment on how you find this new service. Thank you. Let's turn to the sadly tragic events of the day. Every one of our listeners of London Scotty Radio knows about the conflict in Ukraine today. We also support your fight for identity and freedom against aggressors. Now, Yulia, I know she has already told me a little bit about the situation, but can I ask you, how has this conflict since February affected you and your family? How has it affected you directly? Yeah, um, the war in Ukraine has changed the lives all of, uh, of all our people. It was also a big test for us. Uh, when occupation uh, threatened Kiev, uh, I took my wife and our Scottish to our village house uh, 150 kilometers away from Kyiv uh, and I myself joined the army now I serve as an officer in the armed forces of Ukraine uh, when uh, the invaders uh, retreated from Kyiv Julia with the dogs returned home uh, war is scary and looks nothing like the movies Mm. At the same time, uh, there was a strong feeling uh, that are ready to fight and die for our freedom and independence. Uh, this feeling gives a lot of strength to endure everything that is happening in our country now. Yeah. Okay, well that's fantastic to hear from you. Uh, it's a very honest explanation and we really appreciate it. I'll, I'll say that I know that uh, the Ukrainian people are very determined to be independent and that is part of your culture, your history. And I can see that everybody is really trying so hard to, to help. We, we hear sometimes, you know, of people who are helping the Russians and, you know, there are situations like this. But it's very sad, but, that, but nevertheless, most people in Ukraine today, I think, are together, united, uh, against this this situation, this violent situation. Now, one thing that we have heard, and it's a very tragic story from Ukraine, is in the city of Mariupol. Now, Mariupol is a city which has become an international news story because of civilians sheltering in its steelworks and which have begun to be safely evacuated in this last few days. But perhaps a story less well known is of a family that was living in the besieged city itself of Mariupol, a husband and wife and their Scotty. We heard reports that they died when Russian shelling hit their house. Only survivor was their daughter. There must be more situations like this in Ukraine today, Pavel. Oh, uh, yeah. Mariupol uh, is the pen of all Ukraine. Uh, 
but just like Bucha, Irpeny, Gastomel and many other Ukrainian cities. Uh, yes, we know that at the very beginning of the war in Mariupol, a family uh, died in their house, in which there was a Scottish terrier mom and several of her puppies. Mm. They all died because a rocket uh, hit their house. Rocket hit their house. Yep. This is a terrible story that shocked the entire Ukraine Scottish Terrier community. Yeah, I know it's upsetting. I know it's very upsetting. It's it's upsetting to anyone um, who who cares. Yeah, they they died. So, did you know this family yourself? Were they friends of yours? Did you know these people? Yeah, take take a moment to compose yourself. And we just remind listeners that this is a live recording from from Ukraine, and we also have somebody we'll thank at the end because we've not required his services, but their son is listening uh, and offering to be an interpreter. But I have to say, I think Pavel is being really brave and is doing a great job in answering these questions, and I think his English is actually really good. So, sorry, Pavel, back to you. Sorry. No, yeah. Um, um. I continue. Uh, we cried all together. This, mm. uh, this should never happen again. Uh, right now, several Scotty owners live in occupied Kherson. Support mm. them as much as we can with money and feet, but it is became uh, becoming more and more difficult to do this. They cannot leave for fear that they might be shot on the way. So you mean the people are trying to supply? So people are trying to supply food to these people, but they could the the people transmitting the food could be killed. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. 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 Pray to God for their salvation. Hmm. Now tell us uh, also with the crisis, uh, staying on this very topic with the crisis. Are you supporting families who have Scotties? So are you and Yulia are also helping to provide food or medicine or other? I mean, this is crazy. You know, you worked in the medical business. You're a project manager. You're, I'm, I'm sure you're very good at preparing uh, medicines uh, for people and, 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 and food and so on. Is this something that you are doing? I know you're working in the army now. You're, you are obviously you have a duty to the army, but are, do you have any chance to help the civilians as well? Is that something you are also doing? We try to keep in touch with all of our friends and acquaintances, acquaintances who have Scotties. Uh, there are people in Ukraine who really help those who left their homes, uh, who were forced to evacuate. Uh, in addition, at the beginning of the war, uh, there were problems with food, and our good friend Ala Derduk helped many people find food for their dogs. In general, the wars showed that we are very close, neat, and friendly. Many people are ready to help and support those who need it. Yeah. Okay, and that on the very topic, is there any way in which our members in the London the Scotty Club uh, and indeed in the United Kingdom can help your friends? Is there anything that we could do to help? 
Yeah, uh, we can. <laughs> uh, we are very grateful to the United Kingdom for the great help and support that you provide to Ukraine during the war. It is very important for us. The most effective help for us is media support. Telling the truth about the war, about how Russia is killing us, how Russia has killed us Ukrainians, because we love our land, our country, how Russia destroying our cities and villages. We must talk about this tirelessly as long as the war lasts. In conclusion of our conversation, I want to thank you for your interest in the Ukrainian Scottish Terrier community and the invitation to the program. And of course we invite everyone to our next Kyiv Black and White Parade, which we will hold after the victory and present to our beloved, beloved city Kyiv. You are welcome with your Scotty. You will see what a beautiful Kyiv. I know it's an amazing city. I've never visited, but I, I've seen pictures before and I know it's a very bright city as well and and I hope that it soon will be bright again. I thank you as well for your invitation to our members to visit Kiev. We will of course stay in touch and when the opportunity becomes possible to have a peaceful procession in Kiev, I am sure that many of my members will be delighted to join you as I will in Kiev. It sounds like an amazing place. I'm not sure we will be able to bring the dogs because of quarantine and other issues, but I'm I'm sure that many people from, from London and, and from the UK will be very interested in your event. And I've seen the videos and I think it's a it's a great, really wonderful way to promote the breed of Scottish Terriers. Thank you. <laughs> it's a really great idea. And in and, and I hope that in our small way, as I was mentioning just earlier, I hope that in our very small way as a podcast, we too can help to keep the awareness the 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 publicity over this and i think you're absolutely right in what you said pavel that wars are often easier to solve if they remain in the headlines if people keep talking about them if people keep raising the issues there's more motivation to deal with 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 the crisis and i hope that in your case the military situation the aggression will end soon and we hope that normality will return and that somehow you know a future peaceful solution can be found to respect the borders and integrity of your country uh, i really do mean that and i think it's really very important to the whole of europe uh, that ukraine remains a, a ukraine i think it's as simple as that because you know there are other parts of the world which are watching as well china for example is watching Taiwan and if we are unable to uh, return to normality in Europe then there is a huge risk that China will become much more confident about its claim on Taiwan so I think that this is a really important uh, situation it's just very sad that it has already become so desperately bad and that so many people have already lost their lives and nobody wants 
any blood lost, whether it's Ukrainian, Russian or any other. And we, we really hope that uh, we can we can get over this quickly. So thank you, Pavel Semik, very much for joining us today. Um, just want to say that your English, as I mentioned, is really, really good. We did have on standby Michael. Michael um, is actually in the UK at the moment. Michael, do you want to say a couple of words? You can unmute and join us. Hey, hello. Um, yeah, um, I've been here ready to translate if I needed to. Um, I think uh, my stepdad said basically everything. Um, but I just wanted to uh, reiterate that um, Kiev is a very peaceful city and that's exactly why my parents created this parade. Um, they wanted to show everyone that um, that's what the city is. It's welcoming, it loves its animals and it loves its dogs and it loves its squatties and um, it just wants to have people come as guests and see all these nice things that we do. Um, so we all wait for this um, disaster to finish and we all pray uh, for it to finish soon. Um, that's basically all I wanted to say. Right, thank you, Michael. Yeah, if you want to put yourself back on mute just for a moment so we can avoid uh, feedback connection problems because we're connecting through th th three or four different places to, to make this podcast possible. It's a really global podcast edition, this one today. Um, so thank you very much, Michael, for being on hand. Um, I'm really pleased we didn't have to uh, trouble you uh, for translations. It flowed very, very well. Pavel, uh, it's been absolutely wonderful. I think maybe one final thing I must ask you, Pavel, is could you please say in uh, in Ukrainian your best wishes to London Scotty Club members in your language just to prove that you are actually Ukrainian Oh in Russian is fine as well к Скотти сообществу и рады знакомству с таким замечательным сообществом, как Лондон Скотти Клуб. И очень сильно надеемся, что мы увидимся вживую и вместе пройдем на параде победы в Киеве. Очень сильно вас приглашаем к нам. Вы увидите, какой красивый город. Вы влюбитесь в него. Спасибо большое. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, God save the Queen. Oh, thank you. And and God this save the United Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> well, in in June, in the month of June, as you may know, we will be celebrating the Platinum Jubilee of Her Majesty the Queen. Oh, yeah. So it's a very very big and auspicious occasion. So we thank you for those best wishes. And I can, even with my limited Russian, I can tell you that was genuine. What I just heard, Pavel does speak the language. It's great again. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope everything uh, returns to normal very soon. And I hope that there will be no further aggression. We are worried about events coming week, but let's hope for the best. And and let's hope that uh, you know common sense will prevail. In the meantime. All the very best. Take care. Thank you, George. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to London Scotty Radio. This and all our podcasts are available online at londonscotty.club. If you liked it, be sure to subscribe to us from your favourite podcast player app. Also visit us on YouTube for fun videos. And if you have a Scottish Terrier in London or nearby, be sure to join us.